Coming up on TMS, pumpkin spiced COVID. I can't quit you, Richard Marks. All Olympic snow is made in China. How did you fix Boise? That game made me pee a little. Starring Western voice. Lugies Mantian, doing her usual Stifler's mom. The one bird you want to suck is a duck. Is curling worth the money? RT if you delete. (laughs) Please send hate mail to Brian. Nelly Furtado, you know, for the kids. Mrs. Moggle's pretend house of fun times. I'm playing a carny boss. So many notes with Tom. And recommendals that aren't for everybody with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. More people buy Coca-Cola than any other trademark soft drink in the world. What do you mean? I don't sell so many soft drinks anymore. What do you mean, secondary sales? Yes, but your competitor has made me a pretty good offer. I know, but I don't want another cooler in my store. I don't sell enough from the one I have now. Shirts, socks, pants, dynamo. The Morning Stream. Mock death at your own peril. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the morning stream for Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Scott Johnson here. Brian Ebbett there. Good morning. Correct. Hello. Hey. How do I know that I'm here and you're there? Uh, how do I know that I'm not there and you're here? How do we know if anything is here or there? We really don't. Yeah. This all is a simulation run by Big Pharma. Uh, is that it? I don't know. I don't know who's yeah. running it now. Who's running the show? Who knows? Uh, but welcome back. Know. We're glad to have you all here. It's uh, Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is. Yeah, a lot of stuff. That's that's why Wednesday is the uh, is the who doggy day. Yep. Make sure you go out and hump, go hump something. Right. That's what we do right. on Hump Day. Yeah. We hump it's things. Hump yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to hump later. At least that's what that camel on the uh, Geico ads told us, that it's Hump Day. Oh, yeah. He did. He sure did. Did you yeah. see the... So, uh, commercials are already starting to have pre-commercials for the Super Bowl. Oh, um, sure. I don't know yeah. if I like that trend. It kind of bugs me, but whatever. Commercials... You know, start with movies, right? We had the teaser before the trailer, and the teaser says, The trailer coming March 15th. Make sure you tune in yeah. for the trailer kind of the movie. An, kind of annoys me, but uh, I yes. saw this, yeah. the Schwarzenegger one where he's dressed as Zeus, and he's was a BMW ad or something. Oh, and really? He, yeah. Okay. Shows haven't seen up, that one. Shows up at a, at a Beamer dealership and makes a face, and I don't know what happens. I can't tell, but it looks dumb. I'm kind of dreading huh. it. Like uh, sometimes I like those commercials, and then sometimes, really, you're gonna put Arnold in a freaking Zeus costume, and I'm supposed to think right. it's just naturally funny by itself. It's like not I, enough. Uh, the only one I've seen is the Jennifer Coolidge one. Oh, what'd she do? She she takes. She's in an airport, and she takes a drink off a off a counter. But uh, she does something to get a drink, and I can't even remember what the hell. <laughs> Like I saw it and I said, oh, there's Jennifer Coolidge in a very different, well, no, I take that back, in the very same Jennifer Coolidge role she usually does, which is her, oh, yes, it's, give me a drink, please, you know, that sort of thing that she does. That's why, so this isn't a recommendal, but I saw, I told you about this uh, Udo Kier movie that I saw the other day where Udo Kier is like this flamboyant hairdresser. Yeah. You get a Jennifer Coolidge in there. That I've never seen. Oh, like weird. it is, and it's it's. I assume closer to the way that she normally talks. She's like, yeah, well, you know, this person uh, doesn't deserve the hairdressing treatment you're going to give her. And oh, well, it's like her masseuse character on Seinfeld, kind of just normal. 
Oh yeah, maybe yeah. yeah right, the, I forgot about the masseuse. Holy cow! Yeah, she's, but yeah, probably closer to that than because she, uh, she doesn't do any of that. Like I'm keeping the dog, dumbass. She doesn't do any of right. that. Right. I mean, I love her. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Her thing she does is great, and yes. I love it and she's, everything. She's but. great at it, and it should you know it's 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 like the. Uh, uh, the emo Phillips character, or the Super Dave character, or yeah. whatever, right? She's, you know, that's what her that's her, her thing. thing is. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I think it's I think it's good. But that's interesting but then, to see her. Then break you character. see her out of that, and it's uh, yeah. You see her out of that role. It's like, oh wow, okay. Hey, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, that's that's crazy. You <laughs> you do normal stuff too. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, who was that? Oh, anytime Gilbert Godfrey goes out of character, it really throws me. Oh yeah. Yeah, like you, you forget that that's just at all. Like uh, he even exists in that realm. It's not even possible until he does it. And you're like, oh right. right. Bobcat Goldthwait. That was another one. Yeah, TVZ gun. Like seeing seeing Bobcat Goldthwait, uh, just speaking normally was just such a weird thing. Yeah, that was weird. What was that uh, awesome movie you recommended it? And then I went and saw it and loved it. And it had uh, her in it, and she was married to. Oh, he was also a famous guy. Shoot. I don't remember who it was, but anyway, the girl was like having a, he was all revenge and she's getting revenge on all these dudes. Oh, oh, oh. yes. It's the um, perfect young woman or that, a, oh, that movie something was like that. A something young woman. Perfect young um, woman or, or something. That was such an amazing movie. Gosh, dang yeah. it. I love yeah. that movie. Loved it. That anyway. was really, really good. But she was doing boy, her usual like. You know, her usual Stifler's mom voice in that, which was weird. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Promising young woman. Thank you, Brainbow Promising. Bright. Yeah, promising young woman. I don't remember the dad. The dad was also famous. I want to say it was like Coach or somebody, somebody like that. Yes. I don't remember who. Right. Because they, you know, they, the only time you ever saw them was sitting at the table, right? Like yeah. when she would come and sit with them. Wait, was it Clancy about. Brown or something? It was Clancy Brown. I was think it? that's right. Okay. Yeah, I think it was that's right. To come back to me now. I love that movie. Gosh dang it, yeah, that was good. It was really, really that one good. shocked me how good it was. All right, hey, here's a thing I wanted to mention today because um, yeah. is this really threw me, okay. and so right. I got to share it. Well, let's catch you then. If you're going to get thrown, All right. let's let's plan on catching. All right, everybody, get ready with your your nets, your your pads, whatever you sure. got to help me land sure. softly here. Um, okay. And I'm saying this with all honesty. I really, truly did not know that the Olympics had started or even yeah. was a thing. <laughs> I really didn't, and it was what sure. it still probably started a week ago. Now, it normally, started uh, Wednesday or last. Le- I'm sorry, last uh, our time Friday morning. Friday morning was the opening ceremonies, and then they rebroadcast them uh, Friday night. So not even a week yet, like five days. Okay, so five days yeah. ago it started. Now, normally, um, I check my Twitter feeds. I pop into Facebook just to kind of see what's going on. I, I pay sure. attention to things. I don't have TV, so you know I don't have NBC. I don't have TV. <laughs> exactly, I don't like TV, so that's not going. So maybe that's the problem. But sure. I didn't see a single thing. Not a not a meme, not yeah. a photo, not a piece of news I'm, until last night. I'm laying there in bed at like ten o'clock next to Kim. She's reading or watching something, and I'm reading uh, my news feed, and I see a thing that says Sean White to do his last uh, thing mm-hmm. on the snowboard deal. And I went, wait a minute. And I looked at her and I said, the Olympics are going? And even she says, yeah, for like five days. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm surprised. Happening. So I'm not surprised that you weren't aware of like, you know, all right, oh, the opening ceremonies and, and this has started. But the news about the U.S. and a lot of countries boycotting by not sending anybody but the players to China because of the human rights 
violations and stuff that they've been doing. Yeah. That's I'm surprised you haven't heard about that because I figure I I figured all right, well, he may not know about like oh, this game started and this game and da 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 da. But the um the news about the the China thing, the China boycott. Um I did hear okay, so prior to all of this, the only thing I'd heard is that NBC had asked Leslie Jones not to tweet during the Olympics. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Why because is that? because because she is her her commentary I guess is so uber popular on uh-huh. Twitter and everyone loves it and I don't know if they felt like it was uh I don't I don't compete uh, competing with the coverage or something or I don't know something like that huh. it was some weird thing where, where that's a weird thing yeah like, it was very weird very strange please, <laughs> please don't tweet during the Olympics yeah people pay more attention to your tweets than the Olympics plus I don't know why they think they have any control over what she tweets that's freaking lame like I sure yeah. you're on SNL but it doesn't mean they can tell you when you can I don't know that's lame but anyway oh maybe that was it she'll spoil replays maybe that's it and she oh, has a huge following yeah 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 you're right because she is watching stuff right she's watching stuff when it airs as opposed to when or when it happens as opposed to when nbc finally gets around yeah. to or gets around to airing so here's my theory i have a theory Boy, on this he's um, egon and is all kept wrong no oh, is that not what happened <laughs> i don't know robot issues he says i don't know what that means yeah. robots. The, robot, the robots a, robots uh well anyway so here's the deal i think i have a theory on what happened to me okay all right okay why you missed the start of the olympics yes toward the end of last year and all of this year so far i have tried really hard to curate my daily media intake sure and only have it be things that i want to deal with uh or uh, you know, otherwise just like trimmed things down. So I've muted a bunch of words on Twitter. I've muted stuff in Facebook. I don't really use Facebook that often because Facebook's a cesspool. Um, I stopped. Uh, I unfollowed people on Facebook, even old friends and family who are idiots now. Um, and I can't stand what they say. So I, I'm, I'm not hearing what they say anymore. I'm not subjecting myself to that on Twitter. I no longer follow anybody who does anything remotely connected to politics or anything it's just not there anymore so i think maybe what i've done it's all artists creators writers um painters uh, you know uh, people making stuff uh youtubers who i think are interesting like i'm i you know gamers game designers developers i've surrounded my my media intake with the stuff i like instead of things i hate and can't do anything about um, and that's the main reason because still... I can't do shit about it. And so I think what happened is I just, I just didn't get exposed to people talking yeah. about news things. It just didn't happen. Do you still, do you still get your news from a source though? I mean, do you, I know, you know, uh, muting, uh, uh, politics and stuff like that commendable and, and, uh, damn it. I need to do the same thing, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like, had to, it's still... for my own sanity. I was going crazy. Do you, I, I know for a while you were doing the BBC, uh, news, um, you know, online you would check that, or or what do you? So do you I do listen to as- uh, in the morning. I listen to um, uh, uh, not all things considered. What's NPR's morning show? Whatever it's called. Yeah, because it's the most dry, bare bones, like <laughs> right, almost opinion free. Like uh, it's a hundred percent opinion free. It's just yeah, like good morning. Yeah. It's it's today is Thursday. The but uh, in the news today. Right. Uh, Vladimir Putin seems to be pushing further into the Ukraine. Uh, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. I mean, like it's just the most bland ass thing. 
Now, yeah. I haven't heard that in a few days, so I probably missed a lot of Olympic talk. Oh, Morning Edition. That's it. Morning yeah, Edition, morning yeah. Edition. So just right. boring. Like, I've listened to Morning Edition my, my feels like my whole life. But, yeah. but now it's kind of like, okay, I've caught up on what's going on. But honestly, even that I don't really need. What do I need? I need what's on the ground. I can't do anything yeah. for any right. of these bigger issues. I just can't right. do anything. If I've learned you need anything, to be aware of them. I mean, you know, being aware of what Russia is doing to Ukraine. Yeah, it's good to like be that. aware. Absolutely, it's good to be aware. You can't do anything about it. But, but I'm not going to rush online and suddenly become a podium. You can't for... live in a hole all your life, Scott. Yeah, I just can't. I, you, what um, I'm saying is, I don't want to. I don't want to interact on things I have zero zero sure. control over. Like if somebody sure. brings up and says, I don't know, ah, oh, what do you think of the U.S. boycott and the China uh, hypocritical this and that. Yeah. I I don't want to talk about it. There's nothing I can do <laughs> about it. So I'm not going to talk it. But you go do your sure. thing. I if I've learned anything in the last 5 years, these uh these culture wars get you nowhere. So yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm out. No, I think that's I think that's good. And that's uh got anybody out there who's feeling stressed and feeling just overwhelmed um that's a great thing to do, right? Like go and just trim your social media down to just like the things you, you care about, the things you're interested in, mm-hmm. um, get your news somewhere else besides social media is a great <laughs> like mantra, a great thing to live by. Sure. So unless I'm, it's a place I'm, you trust and like, and that's fine. Like people should do whatever they want to do, but like, yeah. you know, uh, chat room said, or who is it? Oh, the Wraith says head in the sand mode. No, it's not head in the sand no, mode. Not really. No, no, it's me standing. I'm still on yeah. the sand. I'm looking at everything and I'm going, all right, well, there's stuff going on. What I'm not right. doing is when another bird walks over to me and goes, Hey, did you hear about the thing with the Trump and the deal and the whatnot? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you about that. You go away. Oh, no. I don't have anything to say. Whatever I say, there's no action on it. What am I going to do? Go. Yeah. I, I profoundly disagree with that point. Well, something's got to be done. What? I don't know. I'm going to have lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it, the, uh, I'm, I'm almost 100% there with you, Scott. So two things. The Olympics is a bigger deal here. I think I'm hearing about it more here in Colorado because as of as of Monday, maybe even as of Tuesday, yeah. the only people who have won medals, uh, U.S. medals at the Olympics, the Winter Olympics this year, are people from Colorado because oh, nice. it's all like skiing and uh, oh, that's not well. See, that's good though. Like that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you know, like again, nothing like the Olympics. I I don't yeah. mind the Olympics. I'm fine with it. I don't think there's a great way to watch it these days. I mean, yeah, get oh, Peacock actually, and pay no, for there it. is Peacock. The Peacock app is the best way to watch it. Like you can actually just click on. Like, oh, I want to see 10 minutes of curling. Click on curling, watch 10 minutes. Ah, done. I've watched I watched people play the weirdest damn <laughs> Olympic sport ever created. And now I'm satisfied. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. And they but I but do you have Luge. to pay I got to pay for that shit though, right? I got to pay for it. Oh, I don't know. I'm already I'm already paying for Peacock. I don't I'm pay for Peacock. Cock, so, uh. Yeah, I don't have Freecock. There's no Freecock. <laughs> is there? Is that not on the Freecock? No, uh, Freecock. You got to pay six bucks a month, or else Freecock gives you nothing but commercials. Okay, bummer. Clips. So anyway, so uh, yeah. so we're we're already paying for that because there's Tina's shows like her. Uh, oh, what the hell is she watching? I think the Bravo stuff now comes through Peacock, but she's also watching a million little pieces and this is us and yeah i'll probably fire it up for uh when i get caught up with uh wait or is that paramount who who has uh who has yellowstone is that 
Peacock? Oh, Yellowstone is Peacock. Yeah, I think okay. Yellowstone is. Yeah, I think that's Peacock. an NBC joint. So, yeah, I need yeah. to, at some point, I'm going to catch up on that. So, I'll probably do a month or yeah. something. But there you go. Anyway, the point is, oh, no, I have nothing. Paramount. So, there you go. You get Paramount. Yeah, which is and good I'm, because yeah. then you can do your Discovery. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all your Star Trek Prodigy, all day. Long. All your Star Treks. Yeah. yeah. That thing is Star Trek uh, so, all day. That's all the doing. other thing uh, I was going to say about that, I'm almost there, like almost to have everything like pruned to the point where, yeah, if somebody says this word, like I, <laughs> I still have my Wordle updates fine for people out of character. I've, I've stopped doing mine. It's uh, fine. I don't care. Cares. Wordle's great. There's nothing. It's a positive thing. I have no problem with Wordle it is, scores. But still, it's like, I don't want, I don't, it, I don't want to get inundated with a ton of Wordle things just as I don't want to inundate people with a ton of Wordle things. But my mom is into it. My dad is into it. Opposite sides of the country. So it's like I'm sharing my Wordles with the two of them over text. Yeah. But uh, I can't I can't quit Richard Marks. I never thought I'd be able to say that I can't quit Richard Marks ever oh. in this lifetime. Especially... You- yeah. You know, holding on to the nights in the 90s when that mullet was everywhere. <laughs> but uh, his Twitter feed, as as angry as it is, as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as political as it gets, that's the one... One That's Twitter the one you're hanging on to. to. Stay too. I yeah, gotcha. Stay I had to, I had to unfollow all that stuff. And it, here's the main here's the main issue. It's like, yeah. you know, the Olympics are a side note. Um, me not hearing about it, I think, is just because I'm I'm just tuning out from so many sources. Yeah. Um, but also, it's not. I mean, if I was really into the Olympics, I, yeah. I would know. You know, I'd be into it and I would be ready and it would be, we'd be off to the races. So I'm not. I'm, I'm clearly not that into it. But then somebody yesterday told me Salt Lake got him again in 2030. Is that true? Can someone confirm this? That they're coming what? here again? In what year? In 20, what year? 2030. Really? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. That was some thing I heard last night. Is that true? Because huh. if that's true, we had a great time <laughs> with that. That was fun in 2002. That was a fun time. Although I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure there's a little sarcasm there. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was no for real. I, I loved it. Oh, really? It was a fun. Yeah, time. I oh, loved okay, it. Cool. It All was right. great. We had it was it was uh it was awesome like too because traffic issues and, and oh we yeah I mean yeah crowds and stuff yeah Do you even want that no I mean yeah that's eight years away which 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 uh, variation of uh, COVID do you think we'll be on in eight I'll t- <laughs> uh, we'll be done with Greek letters are we moving on to uh, we'll do it like uh, hurricanes. I don't know. Brady Bunch characters, or uh, I think it'll uh, be like hurricane. Royal family. It'll be COVID, uh, COVID Larry, and COVID Henry, COVID and, Archie. Yeah, that'd be fine. Let's do that. But anyway, uh, I'm not going to complain about the the, the the Olympics when they come here because here's why: it's really a nice little boon for the economy. We we do quite well with it. We yeah. did before anyway. Yeah. Uh, Mitt Romney was in charge and got got work done when he was. When he was here, uh, but anyway, um, it meant a big infrastructure increase for all our like cool places in Park City and you know uh, Snowbird and all these places got awesome upgrades. So I'm just saying it's not a bad thing to have happen when it's local, but when it's in China, I guess I'm just out of touch. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. No, it's fine. And and you know, again, these are these are a little bit lower key Olympics. Even their opening ceremonies were. Um, uh, you know, only 3,000 performers instead of the 20,000 performers they had when it was in 2008 in, in uh, Beijing. So. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, here's the other thing. Uh, I didn't know this, but I guess all of the snow is artificial in uh, these Olympics. There's no no actual oh, snow really? being used. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, it says 100% of the snow that athletes in the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics are competing in is artificial, pumped out by high-powered snow machines. 
not produced by Mother Nature. And they go on to say this may um, this may determine uh, other places getting the Olympics that don't normally get snow or places that are uh, suffering from climate change based um, less snow. This would be sure. a way to get the snow for, for whatever. But that's kind of interesting. You know, there's no actual snow there. Well, it's snow, but it's all man-made. Yeah. And uh, yeah. some of the places are as, I don't know, even when they're up high, it's still like 52 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's just not cold yeah. enough to, to have your own damn snow. And it probably ices. Like, it probably melts and then freezes and ices. And people are saying it's faster. Like, it's dangerous uh, uh, dangerous because it's, it's faster than regular snow. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. So how do you... But Which is you, great if you're on a luge. But does that so you have records and things you got to keep track of? Does this affect that? Does it, do you account probably. for that? Although probably also causes problems for skiers, snowboarders, uh, you know the the, the snow based uh, sports. Sure. No, I assume so. Oh, that's true. Luge is ice. Yeah. So I mean, ice skating and luge and uh, curling, all that stuff is is going to be fine. But yeah, the skiers probably will have a lot more. Um, well, even even uh, Michaela, uh, local Colorado, Michaela Schiff Vanderbeen. What is her name? I don't what, know. Michaela Schiff. Why am I Why am I blanking? I don't like, know. Her name is all over the damn news. Uh, Michaela Schifrin. Michaela Schifrin. Schifrin? Yeah. Okay, sure. Schifrin. Why not? Um, she uh, went out of bounds twice, which she's never done before, and actually had a breakdown on the snow uh, on the course the other day. It's like, oh, man. it's uh, Breakdown? Oh, like a mental it. breakdown. I thought you meant like uh, yeah, like called AAA. <laughs> Just curled up on the side of the course, oh, uh, head in her hands, and just uh, uh, just stopped. Wow. Well, that'll do that Michaela, to you. <laughs> but if she rips down that hill and breaks a record, okay? Yeah, right. Do, do they, they say, do they, oh, well, it's, it yeah. doesn't count because it's, fa- it's uh, fast snow. It's man-made snow. Or do they no, take time not. off? Do they say, oh, trim, uh, trim three seconds off her run? I don't no? think there's any way they could do that. The... Um, that's that's a good point because the records stand across all uh, all winter olympics even though for this olympics everybody's playing on the same high speed surface that's true yeah. yeah so i don't i don't know how they do that but see once again not a lot of knowledge about how the olympics yeah. work i guess it's just so, how i am fire up your uh, fire up your 6 bucks a month and uh, watch a little on the peacock watch a little curling on the peacock oh Scott. i don't know if curling's worth the money <laughs> curling's boring <laughs> Um, it's like it's uh, like watching somebody do chores. Hey, I'm sweeping. I'm yep, sweeping. Sweeping, sweeping. We're pushing a rock and sweeping. I do like the hockey. I, I get into that. That's always yeah. fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Enough cool. about the All Olympics right. and uh, my inability to hear about them. Let's get Dunaway in here. Yeah. He probably heard about the Olympics. I'm guessing he's probably heard of them. Yeah. He's probably where. Yeah. He's familiar with how they work and what they do and. And he why? Has the Blu-ray box set of uh, last Olympics, the Summer Olympics. <laughs> you found him at Walmart in a bin, and it's uh, good to go. So uh, let's bring him in. Hey, look who it is! It's Brian Dunaway. He's joining us as he always does on uh, Mondays and Wednesdays to play a little Babel Royale here with us and others. Hi, Brian. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. We're good. Yeah. It's Wednesday, yeah. and I knew the Olympics were going on. Yeah, did you? <laughs> Have you watched any of them? I get all my news through the memes. 
Mm. You know that, right? <laughs> it's all memes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the only reason why I knew, because there's all kinds of memes going up about the Olympics. And I said, oh, the Olympics must have started. So everything, so basically your feed looks like uh, the agony of defeat yeah. from the Pretty old much. wide world of sports. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Pretty much it. That's how I live my life. I live my best meme life. That's how I live. That's cool. That's Did cool. you, uh, Scott, are you liking, are you liking into a feud? It's Scott? trying to. It's hanging. Are you like going to log into the feud? Uh, eventually you do plan gonna, on logging into the feud. You are, uh, you are going to have, have some, a uh, Tadpole feud, feud in your uh, Babel Royale, aren't you? It's just hanging forever. I don't know what the deal is. Sometimes I get in, I click it, and it goes right in. Other times I have to sit here and wait it always gets there but it usually takes like and i should have started it before but i didn't anyway but dunaway what was that sound what are you banging on there oh i i i was spinning my chair around real quick trying to get all the the last drops of coffee out of the pot that's right (laughs) ding 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 yeah. No, but I do. I do get my. I don't. I, I stop reading the news as well. And, and once again, I get the same complaint too. You can't just put your head in the sand. Well, I'm like, okay. I only get news that I can. I can do anything about. So I mo- sure. mostly read local news. I have yeah, a local sure. news that I read. Yeah. Uh, is is, you know, except I just stay away from the opinion part. Yeah. That's the problem with most of the news sites. They pretend like the opinion piece is news and it's, and it's not like, mm. no it's, it's not it's all on the front page the front articles are the opinion pieces and i'm like mm, that's not how news works the also, opinion needs yeah. its own little section they also mix it yeah. too much like they'll mix them together yeah. i don't like it when they mix them together and pretend yeah. like that's, that's news that's yeah. why i go to allsides.com they call everybody out yeah i like that they say this is left this is center this is right the center didn't you know the left didn't cover this the right didn't cover this they're bitching over here and yeah. that's kind of yeah but here, here's the main on. thing: people that say to me, "Don't put your head in the sand." Those, to me, those are just people who haven't hit the hit the wall. I hit. They just they'll get yeah. there. They'll get there. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, at some point, is, you'll at some point you'll get there and you will realize, oh, I can't I'll do shit. They, I'll bet right. they get there sometime between 2023 and 2024. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, when maybe. you're when you're in the public eye a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot more difficult um, to put yourself in a bubble and only stay in the bubble. And so everything we say is criticized from both sides. And so there's no, there's not much of a bubble there. It's also it's also it's everybody's a got a damn microphone now. So when everyone yeah. has one, no one has one. It's just noise. It's like, who, who am I supposed yeah. to listen to? How about the guy? Hey, you want to ensure I either block or, or mute your tweet? Here's what you do. You say, uh, I can't believe the thing with the stuff. RT, if you agree. Yes. If right, you ever right. say RT or retweet, if you agree, and you're in my feed, you're out. You're done. <laughs> you're out. Yeah. All right, it's let's the, get to it. The, I'm just going to leave this here. Yeah, the, uh, exactly. Yeah. Freaking yeah. hate that. And that's fine. People want to be heard. No, Everybody let them do it. Let, let them do it. But guess what? Other people have now decided I don't want to hear them anymore. And it and it turns out I have the power not to. So. Yeah, F off that's everyone. The, that's we the weirdest thing. thing. Yeah, we all think it's social media. You have to listen to everybody. You don't. Yeah, I got I mean, I still have to get emails from terrible people sometimes. And uh, I got one the other day that pissed me off so bad. It made me wish that person was in front of me so bad so I could kick him in the nuts until he forgot his last name. I really wanted to do it because it was so mean and so mean spirited about a co-host of mine. Not you guys. Right. Somebody else. Oh. Dang um, it. And it was so like pointed. I never get any hate mail. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like criticism. It was just the meanest, most really? awful thing to say about somebody else. I was so angry. Right. Gosh uh, dang the it. Good, the good John news Jagger. is John Jagger, isn't it? Like yeah, it's, all, it's always John Jagger. Like that's what no, he's the about. worst. It's always John. Um, <laughs> it's always yeah, John. It, I find that 
you know, we, we, we've known this for a while, but I think we, we are constantly forgetting that the Internet makes us all a little bit more emboldened. Whereas when you say you wish he was in front of you so you could kick him in the nuts. But if he was actually in front of you, y'all might would actually have a discussion. No, and he it, wouldn't say things, what he said. Change. That's the other thing is he would never have the yeah. guts to say what he said in that email. There's no way. Right. Yeah. But had he had the guts right. to say that. We'd have had our own Golden Corral fight over no steak. We would have, it would have gone down. <laughs> anyway. Look, look, I'm old. I don't fight anymore. <laughs> only, if done. For, only if it's for my life. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all you got left. I understand. Yeah. I don't, I don't fight for drinking. I don't fight for none of that stuff. Yeah. Only fight for my life. That's well, it. There you go. Fight for your life today on this contest we're about to have. Hey, Brian, uh, we got a listener on here who's going to play with us. Let's find out who it is. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? This is Kelly from Idaho. Kelly from Idaho. What's yeah, going on in Idaho? I, you know what? I may be coming through there around my around fall time for a trip up to the Oregon coast. It's, wow. it's still Come being decided upon. It's an anniversary thing Kim and I are thinking about. But uh, uh, we're going to go through Idaho because uh, Boise's super rad now. And no one ever believes me when I tell them that. But if you haven't been to Boise in a while, that place is awesome. What you, What happened there? Uh, How did you fix Boise? I'm actually closer to Canada than I am to Boise. Oh, okay. So you're up north. That's cool. Well, I may if I I'm in the the Panhandle. If I drive through there uh, and you're anywhere, I'm anywhere near that area. I'll I'll wave and then wish you well. How's that? Will that be all right? Well, I love Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene is gorgeous. If you're anywhere near there, beautiful beautiful beautiful. stuff in Idaho. People forget they think Idaho is just potatoes and and dummies, but it's not. Nope. It's Kelly and beautiful scenery. <laughs> it's Kelly and beautiful scenery. Uh, Brian, why don't you explain to us and him what this is and how it's going to work? Sure. Well, uh, as we've mentioned, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Kelly, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. Who knows who it will be? Uh, if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Wrath Aeon of Ruin and Maneater. It's a game about hollow notes. Okay. Right, eaten, right. Eaten men. Got it. Hey, did you see that when trailer for that new... Go, oh, here it comes. So, so it's not the Nelly Furtado song then. Okay. No. Oh, look at that. Yeah, newer... That's for the newer kids, isn't it? The yeah, uh, yeah, Nelly Furtado... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The newer kids. <laughs> newer <laughs> ones, the ones in their 40s. New. Yeah, the, it's we're old kids. Hurt. The 40s. It's middle ground. Yeah, sure, why not? Trying to meet you halfway. Yeah. I bet you Scott right. wouldn't say that stuff about Idaho if he was in Idaho. No, Idaho's great. That's my point. It's cool. I like people oh. in there. They're great. And the and the and the and the I'm telling you, Boise is like this awesome arts art town now. It's really cool. Anyway. Uh so quick quick update, by the way. Surveys uh not Survey anytime day. really soon because uh uh, I still have 15 questions from the last survey that I haven't oh. used yet. So if you haven't wow. filled out the current survey, go fill out the current survey. Go to the, the oh. Facebook group or the uh, Discord. I think it's pinned in the Discord. Um, but I do need to start writing some new questions for next time from about, uh, I don't know, 15 weeks from now. Uh, oh. I haven't checked them all to make sure that they're all really good questions. There's one that I'm like, oh, this is so good, but there's every answer is different. I can't use it. Mm. Nice. So, love it. Anywho, let's get to this one. Uh, quick uh, little thing for you guys to know: uh, sequels. Uh, I've lumped in sequels with okay. the originals. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. so whatever so the hell that sequel. means. Yeah. Okay, it's a sequel thing. All right. 
Right. So so anyway, you know, don't don't separate out sequels from the original. Okay. 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 Hands on buzzards. I asked mm. uh, the tadpole. Five hundred and seventy-seven of them gave me an answer, but one hundred nineteen of those were I don't, know. Uh, I don't know. We asked the tadpole, "What is the scariest video game you've ever played?" Brian Dunaway. I'm glad you finished that. Resident Evil. Show me Resident Evil. Boom. Number one answer on the oh, board. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Nailed it. Because it includes and sequels. That's that's the way to do it. I'm right glad there. you didn't say sequels because I was trying to think of which one they would have said. Yeah, so I'm glad it's, top, uh, it's together. Uh, surprisingly, the original got the most uh, mentions. Uh, okay. seven, seven was next. And um, something that didn't have a number. Resident Evil afterlife or something i don't know well i'll tell you i'll tell you what they're not wrong i still the village think, the village was the oh village has oh, yeah. well village is eight so it has a number oh is it eight okay. yeah the way they do it is that the v uh, or sorry the i i and the v no how's it work well anyway they do they they hide a roman numeral of eight inside the name of village gotcha oh, that's how they okay. oh, anyway that would make sense right yeah. i was gonna say the i agree with that order um the first yeah. game is still scary as shit partly because it's really yeah. janky and hard to play but um it's scary as crap, and seven is horrifying. So it's that's the right order. <laughs> I think they're right. Yes. All right. So, um, well, since there's no answers that can beat it, uh, Brian, you and Kelly have control of the board. You guys can keep giving me answers. Ooh. All right, Kelly. So I've got another one in my head. I've been watching somebody play this recently, uh, but unless you have one, you want to use. Well, I got to go with the one that always scared me, which was Silent Hill. Oh, dude. There you go. That's a good one. Silent all Hill right. made me throw a controller down, well, leave all the lights on, and go to bed. Silent. Go sure. Go show me Silent Hill. Show me Silent Hill. Number two. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. That's proper placement. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I got I got one. How okay. about go for it? Alien Isolation. Ooh. Alien isolation. That game made me pee a little. For sure, <laughs> I've, been watching, I've been watching several people play that lately. It's scary. And, it's uh, still very good. That game I, holds up. It's very good. Some people. Well, that's the thing. The people I'm seeing play it say, "Eh, not so scary." But everybody in the chat keeps going, "Yeah, that's so scariest ever." No, so, if, if streamers that, um, are saying that, they're lying. It's a scary game. There's no. Is that okay. the one that has Ripley's daughter? Yes, that you're playing as Ripley's yeah. daughter, right? Yeah, she's. Uh, it's it's during the time where Ripley is gone for the fifty years, or she's in cryo sleep. Okay. And and your okay. daughter, I forgot her name, Aiden or so Caden between, or something. Uh, I guess between one and two, then right? Or no, mm-hmm. two and three. Two. Yes. So oh, wait. No, between one and two because she's between in the Stromo for okay. fifty years. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yes, that would make sense because yeah. she, yeah, because she wakes uh, up she and Paul Riser, Paul Riser's there. Burke and Burke says, "Oh yeah, you had a daughter, and she was a video game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, show me Alien colon Isolation. Uh, it's a number good, seven. Some good points yes. there, guys. That's nice what job. I was hoping for. I was hoping it was going to be a little bit lower, but not yeah. off the hoping list. It wasn't Whew. three. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I was sweating. That, that game just came out on sure. tablets and phones, and apparently is very good in that format. And I cannot figure right. out how. Really, I, that blows my mind. Yeah, like huh. high reviews everywhere. People are like, "We can't believe this works so well on a phone," and I just can't even imagine. You still it. have to play with a controller, right? There aren't. Um, no, it's screen controls and stuff. Screen controlled, yeah. really? Yeah, oh, that might be the way I finally play that game. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. It's scary, man. Don't play it at night. Okay. Don't play it during the day either. No. <laughs> play it at dusk. Yeah. It's the best <laughs> it's the best alien movie that is not an alien movie. It's really good. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. all right. Kelly, I, I took one. How about you? You got another one in the barrel? 
I'm kind of curious what the tadpole might have said. I don't know if they're how big of scary gamers they are, but I liked Outlast. Was a good oh, one. yeah, dude. Oh, that's a good Outlast. one. Yes. I was forced sure. to play two of those, Outlast 1 and 2, and they both oh, yeah. they both made me shit myself. So, great. <laughs> <laughs> how, All right. how shitty is your chair, Scott? It's bad. You don't want to be anywhere right. near it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it changes his chair out every couple weeks. Yeah. Show me Outlast. Yeah. Number six. Nice. You're going to run away with this, with those points. This you is know, good. This is a scary, uh, a scary well, game here. Cause <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I I've, got, I've been forced to play a few of these, but they're, you're right. almost at the end of my list. Cause I, I kind of avoid these. I try not to play too many True. scary games. Yeah. I actually like scary games. So this may, maybe this is the reason why we're doing so well. I'm going to, I'm going to go one. I'm going to say that the five nights at Freddy's really freaked a lot of people out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's got to be on there, dude. Sure. Yeah. All right. The, show that's me. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Show me that wacky Chuck E. Cheese ripoff thing. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Shocked by that. It surprised me, too. Uh, it actually was number 14 on the list. A lot of people said it, but um, uh, which is it surprises me, too, that it wasn't higher because I think it's scarier than a couple of the other things on this list. Yeah, it's All intense. Right. It, it forces you to lean into the game and then... Boo! Yeah. All right, let's do little nightmares. Is that on there? Oh, that's that's for little, me. Little itty bitty nightmares. All uh, right, show me little nightmares. Oh come yeah. on! That uh, game scared me. Twenty-three little nightmares. Boo. That's some of mine and Scott's favorites. I I love that game. That yeah. thing is fan freaking tastic. Scary man. That well, Kelly, I blew it last time. You do you have anything? Dead Space has to be on. Oh, Dead ah, Space! Gosh that's a good dang that's it! A good sure. Ah, was, uh, yeah. In space, no one can hear you dead. Kelly's All right, uh, show me, <laughs> show me. Hey, I'm walking around this derelict spaceship, and oh my God, there's a gooey monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Number three. Yep. Good so job. Dead Space Two in particular, man. Holy Moses! This game, that game yeah. scared the hell out of me. Oh, to this I moment, like, I'm scared. Just bought Alien Isolation on the iPad. Can't wait to play it. Oh I needed something, so that was Excellent. a perfect timing for you to tell me that that was available. All right. You're going to like it. I think you'll really like it. And it should perform really well on I'm there. play it, it at night, too, and just show you. Just show you. Yeah, do it at night. Have nice. Tina film it and live stream it. <laughs> do it. Cool. All right. I always found the Amnesia games to be oh, yeah. pretty unsettling yeah. with yeah. a small little... Yeah, I'm going to go with Amnesia. It's a good one. I can't remember what that is. Uh, it's, it's, well, I liked. Go ahead. It's an indie. It's a small indie game. Um, it was made by. They've made some other stuff since that. I think Tacoma game is what they made. That space one's also very scary. But right. Oh, I may have given you an answer. Probably. Oh, not. that's a that's Don't a worry, good Brian, one. I forgot to. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Anyway, uh, they you they said too much. The small team and the idea was that you you have kind of an insanity system in it and. Uh, the the closer you get to insanity, the closer you get to dying, and so you're the game never really you were never sure if anything was after you or not. But that was that was what made it so scary, and it was you know first yeah. person, a lot of like go down to the end of a hallway, look back, and you swear you saw something at the end of that hallway, and you just like I don't want to play this anymore. Turn this effing thing off. <laughs> it's really right. scary. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's see if it's on here. Uh, which what were you talking about amnesia. again? What was the name of this game? Okay. All right. Amnesia. Show me amnesia. You got it. Yeah, it's on there. Number 10, and I think with that, that might... Yeah, you win. Uh, There's no way I win. This guy gives up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, quit. I quit. There's no way I win this. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true, yeah. There's no this way. Is, uh, 
<laughs> All right, that was so, mine, Kelly. Do you have another one? Yeah, keep going. Clear it out. Uh, newer one, uh, uh, Phasmophobia. Oh, yeah. There you go. That, that was one I was kind of holding yeah. on to, but yeah. Okay. That's a torture. That's a torture simulator, that game. Gosh dang it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Played <laughs> it with right. uh, played it with uh, TV's Travis and um, Alex Isn't Albisu. That, I was going to say, Alex is a huge fan of that game. Yeah. He, likes, he likes making other people play it while he watches, I think. Is yeah, his, he's yeah. the torturer in this scenario. That's his, yeah. right. That's his thing. That's Show me phasmophobia. There we go. Could not close. Uh, missing oh, the button. Oh. <laughs> uh, phasmophobia number thirteen on the though. list. A lot of people uh, said it, but it just didn't make the uh, didn't make the cut. All right, I'm going to go. Forget to mention when you said amnesia, Left for Dead uh, also received the same number of votes. So I decided to do something I haven't done before. I put them both in as a tie. So oh wow. Oh okay. okay. If you would have well. said Left for Dead or Amnesia, you would have gotten ten points. Left. Uh, oh. Wow, they're very different games, but I get why you did it. That makes sense. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. so let's say uh, let's uh, let me. I know I'm not going to win anything here, but we'll, we'll keep the ball rolling. Um, Fatal Frame. There's some old school for you. Oh, Fatal there Frame. You go. Look at Ooh, you wow. putting the old stuff. Ooh, yeah. I got to think yeah. old things. Ooh, I'm taking pictures of ghosts. All right, show me Fatal Frame. <laughs> oh, Number there. nine. Yeah. Wow. People like taking, people like taking pictures I'm of ghosts. I made it. Yeah. Nice. All right. There was one I played on the PlayStation forever ago uh, that scared me real bad. It was a Japanese game called The Clock Tower or Clock Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Oh, that tells me it's not on the list. But go ahead. Is it on the list, Brian? Whoops. <laughs> 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 show me. <laughs> show me uh, the giveaway. Clock Tower? Damn it. Oh, no. They had that no. scissor guy. Do you remember the scissor man that would yes, come after you and you'd have yes. to hide under beds? Uh, oh, my gosh. Clock Tower did not even make the list. Nobody said Clock Tower, surprisingly. It's a really? rare game. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of rare. I'm not that surprised. I'm tell, when we're done here, I'm going to tell you something about the uh, Tadpool, uh, but I'll wait until we're done talking. Okay. Or until we're done playing this game. All right. Uh, Brian did, and Kelly, you have control. Did Did we say Alone in the Dark yet? Did we say that one? No. I don't know. I'm trying to think I of some old ones. I don't think so. I don't think we did. Alone in the dark. All right. Just like Show Scott me. pooping his pants. <laughs> Show me. I'm alone and it's dark. It's dark in here. Oh. It had its moments. Uh, there were moments of scare in that. Yes. Yeah, I was trying to think of classic stuff that mm, people might have 20, 21st on the list. Three people agree with you about Alone okay. in the Dark. Okay. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Um, yeah. Except the movie is one of the worst things ever made, ever. Oh, Luigi's ever Mansion. Oh. Movie. Yeah, we should film sack that. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, really? Is that a tad? Freak but the out. tadpool, right? Yeah. Uh, Mario. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that your answer? No, I've already done my answer. Oh, that's it. right, because yeah, it buzzed. Yeah, he, got, he got buzzed. This is your, your oh, time, Scott. All right. Um, this is your time. Uh, what's your the time. one with the tall? I will tall... tell you that somebody wrote Luigi's Mansion, but they spelled it Luigi's Mantion. Luigi's M-A-N-T-I-O-N. Ah, the knockoff. They so bad they wouldn't even look at the fonts. Yeah. That's right. That's that Chinese knockoff homebrew version you can buy for your Genesis. All right. I'm going to go with... Oh, I don't. Limbo kind of scared me. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Limbo's yeah. freaky. Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right. Show me Limbo. Oh, you know what? Dead by Daylight's going to be on you. here. Shit. 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, 22, uh, Limbo, by the way. Okay. Uh, same number of people mentioned that as Alone in the Dark. And I agree with you. Limbo, you start seeing those shadowy things floating around. It's like, oh, yeah. crap, this is getting kind of scary. Yeah, there's a spider in there at some point that made me want to die. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hated it. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what everybody uh, gave us their other answers. Congratulations, by the way, Kelly. You are a winner. Yeah, well done. Uh, show me number four. Doom, uh, any oh, version of Doom. Yeah, that's good. Two, yeah, Doom 3, yeah. Doom Eternal. 3 is the, the scariest one, right? That, in my opinion. Uh, three, right, yeah. 3 is definitely, well, and it's definitely aimed to be more scary. They were kind of aiming right. for that uh, kind of, I don't know, Dead Space vibe, vibe. back then. But yep, the yeah. uh, there's nothing, I mean, I remember the original Doom and Doom 2 in the dark at night playing that on my yeah. 386 or whatever. And it was pretty freaky. You know? Yeah, you play like any a lot of these games that are listed on here. You wouldn't think are scary until you play them alone at night. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Something, something about that. Anyway, uh, a lot of people said this was their first scary game and uh, okay. uh, scared the crap out of them. It is number five. Oh, fear. 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 Yeah, that's the one with the little little. Uh, all you got's a freaking flashlight, right? Isn't that one with the little? Um, well, it's the one with the weird girl in it, the freaky girl that shows up all the time. It's a shooter. Um, and it, I played for three year because it had they, for the E, they put a three, yeah, the third one. three, yeah, for, for three, and that was the first experience I had too, yeah, the, and three, and it was pretty good. And it had this weird mech sequence, I don't know what that was doing in that game. Yeah. That was a weird game, yeah. But fear's good All though, right. it's a good call. Cool, I like uh, to find out what the yeah. accidental scariest game is. Like, oops, we didn't mean for it to be scary. Too bad it is. Um, uh, people suggested that it was uh, E.T. for the Atari 2600. <laughs> I don't know. Lately, I'd say Donkey Kong Country because that thing pissed me off. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. We got one more to reveal here. This one I agree with. This one did get it to get uh, get me. Number eight, Bioshock. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. The original the original getting more votes than uh, Infinite, yeah. which I agree with. Infinite wasn't scary. It was a great game, but it was Outside, wasn't scary. it was airy, right? Mm-hmm. Two yeah, is two exactly. is Bioshock 2 is kind of scary, but the, the first one really uh, established Bioshock, the tone. Yeah. 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 The second one wasn't the same developers, but they're... Here's the thing about 2. Bioshock 2, which a lot of people don't even remember, wasn't amazing in the campaign, but there was DLC for that thing. Mm-hmm. It was better than anything they'd done before. It was so good, and I can't remember the name. It was like a lady's name. Uh, Miss Moggles Pretend <laughs> House of Fun Times or something. It was like yeah. something weird, and it was exactly. really good. <laughs> uh, I'm with the chat. I'm a little surprised Slenderman's not on there. I was surprised. I... So Slenderman was um, number 25 on the list. Uh, the Last of Us, Until Dawn, oh, Eternal yeah. Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Uh, Half-Life and Half-Life 2, Half-Life Alex uh, also. Nice. Quake, World of Warcraft, uh, Alan Wake. I know. Yeah, I don't Wake. Know World of Warcraft? Yeah. Boy, yeah. I don't know how well I was scared. I'm just going to name a, a video people, game. So, so a lot of people would say World of Warcraft and then parentheses, I don't like scary games, so I don't play them. So it's like, okay, well, that oh, makes sense. Right. Uh, Subnautica, uh, Wolfenstein, Seventh Guest. My, I think my oh, first scary game was Seventh Guest. Yeah, I think it was yeah that was a pretty scary game. Hour. And by the way, I don't want to skip over it too fast. Subnautica scared the shit out of me, so that's a good call. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Metro. And then we start getting into... Where the the tadpool thinks they're funny, and it's uh, it's great to see so many of the tadpool think that they're the funny, <laughs> clever ones. When everybody did this, The Sims. Uh, let's see, Lego. Any Lego game? Aquaman. Okay. Wow. Uh, Assassin's Creed pre-patch. Barney. Battletoads. Uh, Bubble nice. Bobble. Uh, Sim Six. <laughs> I, I think Crystal next time we have a 
I think next time we have a runaway like this, yeah. maybe you should give yeah. the loser an opportunity to guess one of those to get some Oh, points. that's good. If you get like see what uh catch up lowest, mechanic. Yeah, no kidding. Did somebody oh, God, say did somebody say really said Sim Six? Because that doesn't exist. Civs, yeah, uh, civilization. Oh, six. civilization. They said Sims. Sims six. Okay. Yeah, not Sims six. It can <laughs> be a nightmare. End. The scary part is how many hours you spend. In playing yeah, that that's game. the truth. Good yeah. lord. Doki, Doki Doki Literature Club. Is that really even a? Yes, is that, that is a game. game. Yeah. Somebody, uh, and this was a genuine one, said in television B seventeen bomber, and then sent me a YouTube mm-hmm. clip of the game and said, "This freaked me out late at night playing." You know. Huh. Uh, after everybody had gone right. to bed, it was late night, and I could see it. It's, yeah. it's unintentionally scary. That, sure. I like those the best. Yeah. I yeah. like Hello Puppets. I don't know if you guys guys played that, but that's I watched Hello, you play Hello it. Puppets? Yeah, I watched yeah, you I play a little it. bit of that. What's that one everyone's trying to shove down my throat right now? That's like a big blue uh, Muppet guy chasing you down a hall. Does anyone know what that's called? Everyone's saying, know. "Oh, that's Scott needs five, to play it." Five Nights is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's it. Poppy play. Poppy's Playtime is that the one? Poppy oh, Playtime. Okay, playtime. that was on here as well. Um, Mist, actually, I can see that because yeah. when you start getting those creepy, the Rand brothers and their video uh, debuts saying, "Bring me only the blue pages." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Night Trap with Dana Plato. Got to oh, vote. Oh, man. Nice. Uh, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Snap. Full motion video that was like that. It was like. <laughs> yeah, they, well, I mean, they, you know, the, the full motion video stuff like like Night Trap. Fanta, uh, it was like a Fanta something, but it was it was a PHI. What was it? 3DO oh, or something, I think. Fantasy Star. Not Fantasy Fan- Star. Phantom. No, no. It, Phantom. Yeah, Phantom. Shit. I don't know. Fanta. What it is. That was it. Fanta. Orange, yeah, orange was, uh, Fanta. There's an old Fanta. There's an old. Uh, um, uh, oh, Phantasmagoria. That's it. Was that it? Yeah, because I made yeah. I made sure to separate people who misspelled Phasmagoria <laughs> with right. Phantasmagoria because there were people who said or phantas- Phasmophobia versus Phantasmagoria because there were people who had typos that almost yeah, went yeah. either way. <laughs> there's a game for the Super Nintendo called Nosferatu that no one remembers that gave me nightmares. To this day, I still think about that game. Yeah, it's gross. It's weird and dark. So, yeah, check it out. Nosferatu. Not based on the movie. It's just a vampire guy. And it's scary. Anyway, anything else, Brian? Uh, no, that's it for me. That's all. The, that's all. You know, again, you go down the list, and it's Super Mario Brothers and Zelda, and sure. you know, everybody. It's so it's funny how many tadpoolers thought that they were the clever ones putting a a cute game as a joke answer for this one. Well, the important part is we have a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And that means Kelly, uh, you just got to send an email to Brian Coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your codes. You have won. How do you feel about your win? Hey, I feel fantastic. Now I get to hop off and do another 10-hour session of Lost Ark. Oh, that's a good time. Oh, okay, wait. You're telling me I'm going to be in a happy time then if I play that. i got to play that. I am (laughs) loving Lost Ark. It is a lot of fun. It's super satisfying. All right. I'm getting in then. Uh, Well done. Thanks for uh, being here today and playing. And Brian Dunaway, as always, wow, what a pleasure it's been. You know, this weekend we'll be doing Film Sack, and I don't remember our movie. What is it? What are we doing? Uh, I can't Hall, uh, we just did Hearts in Atlantis, and I'm we were doing two things in a row that I was like, "Oh, what? I know, I know." Uh, Mars Attacks is not next. Oh, no, the Losers is next. Oh, the Losers. So we get uh, Chris Evans. Losers? Chris yeah. Evans, another comic book adaptation featuring Chris Evans. I don't remember us saying at the end of the show. I don't remember us saying that either. That is well, weird. That is. Oh, I'm really sorry. No, no, weird. no, no, no. I take that back. Wild Things. Oh, right. We did talk about that. That's That's, it. uh, My mistake, Wild Things. Yes, we talked a lot about 
Matt Dillon's wiener on yeah, the last episode. Matt the end wiener. of the last episode of Film Sack. <laughs> Two ladies, that whole thing. So that's look at <laughs> Randy, look at Randy like, sighing. Randy, makes, Randy yeah. makes his debut in the chat room with sigh. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, well, whatever. We're all busy. We're making we're making a lot of content. It's easy yeah, to forget these things. Geez. All right. Wow. Uh Dunaway, uh the pleasure the pleasure has been ours. Tell people where they can find you streaming this week so they can watch you do some old retro Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. I'll be doing uh some Hexen? No. Heretic. Yes. Heretic no. beyond Hexen. That's it. Yeah. Hexen, both are great, by the way, and we're going to talk about both. But uh, next uh, play retro is all about that Hexen Heretic era of uh, post Doom and early Quake engine stuff, and uh, how amazing those early Raven Software titles were, uh, and why they matter so much to me and Brian and others who played them. And 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 finally, we're talking about retro on PC. So check that out. That's Monday, and Brian will be playing a bunch of it. I will be as well at some point. Uh, Look for it, Brian Dunaway. Hey, no, you. you suck a duck. See you later. Wow. Yeah. If there's one Clock. bird, one bird you want to suck, it's a duck. <laughs> I've heard that. That's the uh, that's the one to suck. That's the one to suck. Yeah, always the duck. Rhymes, yeah, it does. It's very good. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here, and uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk to him about some tech. After that, some recommendals with Randy. That's all coming up soon. Before that, this song break presented by Brian Ibbett Industries. Yes. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to set this up and I'm going to tell people, look, you, you know, you're going to hear me talk about this, this song. I don't want to scare you away because it is fantastic. But when I say, you know, a, it's all in foreign language, not always Spanish, but sometimes French and a little bit of English. Uh, so don't let that scare you away. It's a, it's kind of a poppy, certainly not a poppy love song, more of an indie pop, uh, song. What I want you to listen for are two incredible things. Number one, um, the just the just the the beautiful uh, arrangement of this song and how cool it is. Number two, I want you to pay attention to the lung capacity of the lead singer, a woman named uh, uh, Mon Lafert. 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 Let's say it's Lafert. Awesome. She actually has the word Furt in her last name. <laughs> yeah, it's I literally the Furt. That's great. It is Mon the Furt. Yeah. Uh, uh, L-A-F-E-R-T-E. Um, she has a brand new album called 1940 Carmen. And um, the chorus she does in a single breath. And if you watch the video, you'll just say, oh my God, she's incredible. Here is Mon the Furt with Placer Hollywood right now on Indian in the Middle.
grocery bill this month, I'll bet we've consumed 10 pounds of cookies and just gallons of lemonade. You shouldn't have sold the tree. That tree was not for sale. The Morning Stream. Better than a straw tart blueberry pop torch. All right, we're back, everybody. Hey, Brian, remind us who that song was again. I will do exactly that. That was Mon Lafert or Laferte with uh, a song called Placer Hollywood. Uh, it's, I mean, this is one I'm going to have to go make sure I listen to because that sounds yes. interesting. Uh, by the so way, good. I loved that cover last night or yesterday that the show ended with, the weird version of, um, oh, what was it? Why can't I? I can't think of names today. Names are dumb. Um, it was. Uh, I'll tell you. It was Blitzkrieg Bop by uh, Little Big, the Russian dance band. Yes, I really liked it. Like it was weird, yeah, but I yeah. dug it. It was awesome. You got to check out more of their music. They are. Uh, they are kooky coconuts, is what they are. All right. Those those people. Well, uh, I'm I'm down for more coconuts in my life. Yeah. By the uh, way, I'm linking people. Um, when you look for Mon Lafert on YouTube to watch the video and say, oh my God, that's all in one breath, that chorus, uh, make sure you look for her Tiny Desk concert version of this song. Very nice. Tiny Desk concert. Is that like a... I it's NPR. Know. NPR does these things called the Tiny Desk concerts where they uh, bring in an artist and they perform in the Tiny Desk studio, Oh, which is literally they're surrounded by... 
uh, racks of CDs, and they have a tiny desk in front of them that they usually push out of the way to make room for a drum kit. Well, speaking of tiny desks... With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. Uh, at his own tiny desk in his massive studio, Tom Merritt joins us all the way from Los Angeles, California, in the studios of the Daily Tech News Show. Tom Merritt, welcome back. How are you? Well, you know, uh, one of the guests on Tiny Desk one time was BTS. BTS is from Korea and appeared at the end yeah. of the Samsung Galaxy Unpacked video. Oh, gosh. Uh, which was announcing the new Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultras today. Oh my! Way to bring it all back. Look yeah, at you. This is you great. Tied in tiny desks and tech. Yeah, this is good. Uh, he does. That's this is Tom. Tom, Tom does this better than any human being I've ever known. Uh, yeah, he can. Yeah. T- he can make any transition you need. Hey, here's the here's the question about that. I got bombarded in my various social media sources, bombarded yeah. with Samsung ads preparing me for this announcement. Like, they really went nuts with it. Do you think it's because of the BTS thing in the back end? Like, they really wanted to make sure they got their money's worth because this cost yeah, them a pretty that was penny? A stretch. Okay. Uh, the BTS didn't even open their mouths. They, oh. were, they were just at the end holding up oh, really? cards going, save the whales from plastic, please. Really? Uh, Samsung's good at that. We're uh, Because they're making some of their cases and stuff out of uh, recycled fishing nets, which is oh, cool. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that is actually cool. So but Yeah, the star of the show was the Galaxy Note. You know how, how big a fan people are of the Galaxy Note. They're wondering where is what happened to the Note? Are you stopping making the Note? Yeah. We love the Note. Yeah. Uh, and Samsung said, the new Galaxy Note is the Galaxy S22 Ultra. Uh, and you know what? As, as dumb as that sounds, they made a pretty good case for it uh, because they brought, they've already brought all the handwriting recognition and stylus uh, integration to the S21, and the S22 Ultra uh, includes the S Pen. Uh, they improved the latency of the S Pen quite a bit. Too. It went from nine milliseconds down to like two point eight. Oh, that's um, good. Milliseconds. That's really good. Now, actually. the yeah. other thing they're trying to th- kind of gently push is, you know, the real Note experiences inside of us, uh, because they're saying the S twenty two Ultra obviously uh, is is the perfect. Uh, phone for Note fans, but don't forget that the stylus also works on the new Tab uh, S8 Ultra, and it works on the Galaxy uh, Z Folds. So, so really, we're all the Note now. Mm, uh, I see. Actually, that isn't a bad. It's not a bad way to spin it because we all note down here. Yeah, <laughs> noted. So, so, do the does the pen <laughs> does the pen achieve that kind of latency on those other devices or just on this new phone? I. You know, that's a very good question. They said the S Pen included with the S22 Ultra has the, the latency. I don't know if you took that pen and put it paired it with another device, yeah. whether you'd get that latency or not. Yeah, that'd be a good thing to find out. Because they, you know, if there's one area that has boomed for Apple and not so much for Android tablets, it's been the art side of things. And it's due to the latency or the lack of latency on the on the Apple Pencil. It's very, very good. If they could make one, you know, go one better there... Um, they could, you know, they could get a, uh, they could get in there. They could wedge in yeah. there a little bit, which would be good. I think that'd be great to have a little more competition in that uh-huh. space. So, um, no, it's, it's, we'll it, it is good. And, and, uh, uh, Rayhan, uh, asks a really good question. Is that a real measurement? That's Samsung's claimed measurement. Now, 
Samsung is not known for, you know, big hit pieces where they're like, Samsung claimed 2.8 milliseconds and it turned out it was 12. Like, uh, it's it's probably pretty close to real. Yeah, um, I could see that. Uh, the Someone in the chat asked, well, what's the number on the on the Apple Pencil? I don't actually know that. I wish I did. But I know it's very uh, fast. Yeah. I know it's oh, fast other, enough that sp- I barely know. Speaking notice. of uh, Apple, Apple's uh, one of the big advantages to living in iOS is you get updates to your phone for five or six years. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Samsung Galaxy S22s, as well as the S21, the Fold 3, and the and the Flip 3 are all going to get four years of Android support from wow. Samsung. Wow. So not quite the five or six you get, but <clears throat> but getting a lot closer and a year longer than what Pixel uh, owners get, which is three years. Yeah. We're talking about full Android support, not just security updates. Oh, that's great. Uh, are they still doing their voice thing? Their Gimli or whatever its name is. What do they call theirs? Uh, <laughs> now that you said that, I can't remember. Ghibli or <laughs> G- G- Grimpy or something like that. Have still, my sword. Oh, Bixby. It's still there. Bixby. 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 You should be Bixby. thinking of the Holt. Of the Holt. <laughs> Hulk. Um, did they uh, like me when I? They think. talk about that at all? Was that? <laughs> they a, didn't. Okay. They did. Uh, I I think it's still in there. Yeah. Uh, but they don't make a big deal. They did make a big deal that the Google Assistant has come to Wear OS, oh. uh, which isn't even a new announcement, really. So I, I think they're more in the like, yeah, we give up. Google Assistant's better. Yeah, I was going to say they probably they're doing a little bit of a Microsoft with Cortana. They're just like, OK, fine, whatever. Just yeah, you know, yeah. use what you're going to use. And I guess we're stuck with our, our Echoes and our Google Homes for now and Siri to some extent. But um, did you uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you this because I guess it happened when you weren't or between when you were here. Did you did your echoes freak out at all during that weird outage day that uh, they had? Uh, they didn't freak out, uh, but I couldn't use them. <laughs> so, like, like they didn't do anything <laughs> weird except say, like, I'm having trouble answering right now uh, for you know an hour or two, and then they came back. Well, the best part—I didn't even mention this on the show—the best part of that one night that it woke up and said, "Without it's dead in middle of the night, everybody's asleep." And I forgot to mention, Van is in there in a tiny mattress on the other side of the room. He stayed over that night. So oh, okay. a little, little two and a half year old, almost three year old, God. laying there. Uh-huh. This thing goes off and goes. I'm sorry, I can't understand what you're saying right now. It says, <laughs> and, and, like, I'm, I'm and I'm like, oh my gosh, do not wake up the baby. And I hear this over on the other side of the room. I hear him go, music, music, music. <laughs> oh. So he knows what that's he for. Wanted, you he know? was ready yeah. to start saying, hey, play Baby Shark. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, midnight party, let's go. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to. He thought it was time to play, but um, but anyway, uh, well, good for Samsung. This is good to see their. Their lineup, and they actually, hey, they stuck the date, Tom, when they said they were going to do it. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Unlike the chip announcement. Yeah. uh, Weird. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They they scheduled the announcement and made the announcement on the day they scheduled. Crazy cool. Well, that's good. Uh, That and a whole bunch more will happen uh, later today on the Daily Tech News Show. It's Wednesday. I like to call it my day um, because I get to be on and it's always fun. So make sure you check that thing out live and um, find out what's going on in the world of technology. I'm sure you've got some other stuff you're working on, though. Do you, uh, anything you'd like to tell people here? Oh, let's see what old Sarah Lane's cooking up there in the document yet. Uh, we do uh, have uh, we have some other stuff. She she hasn't uh, nailed anything down, but I, I know we've got something coming up uh, later this week uh, uh, from a captain, uh, Captain Brian Hoffman, uh, a pilot. Uh, he, he's not oh. a sea captain. He's an air captain. Uh, he, he sat down with us uh, to talk about the pilot's perspective on that battle between 5G carriers and the U.S. FAA. 
uh, over interference oh, uh, yeah. with landing equipment. And and there's lots of headlines talking about like, oh, your flights are going to be canceled and, and airplanes will fall from the sky and all, all this stuff. Uh, so we actually talked out with, uh, with a pilot. It's like, okay, now that this stuff is happening, how's it work for you? So uh, look for that probably Friday on Daily Tech News. Ah, very nice. Uh, cool stuff coming up as usual. Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. Tom, have a great week and day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, man. Bye now. I can't hang up on him, though. Why? There we go. I can't quit you, Tom. I can't quit you, Tom Merritt. All right. Do you guys want to stream shit and enjoy it? Well. Yes. Oh, you do? Well, then, all right. Oh, you're are you asking me? Or well, asking I'll me? ask you. you. Ask I'll, them. Ask them. I don't want to ask them. Me. They'll they'll just yeah, go yeah. on and on and on in all caps. It'll <laughs> be terrible. Uh, no, we're going to get, what's his name? His name's Randy. We're getting Randy in here. Kyvax. I do <laughs> I do like that Randy has an R. Recommendals has an R. So we have a double R, and it's pretty great. Hey, look who it is. It's Randy Jordan joining us uh, from California. Hi, Randy. Uh, hello an hour ago. How are you? Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, that's fantastic. It is a beautiful day here. It's you going let to us be answer how we're doing. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be beautifully it's going to be beautifully hot here. We're having a heat wave over the next few days. Oh, uh, tell me uh, temperatures. Getting, uh, Where are you getting be? ready for predicted the hottest Super Bowl ever held? What's your uh, what's oh, your wow. temps? What are the high temps uh, supposed to be? Well, I I live near the ocean, so it doesn't actually get as hot here as it does inland in in Southern California. But like where they're playing the Super Bowl, yeah, uh, like today and tomorrow, it's going to be in the high 80s. Oh my! And uh, I, wow. you know they're predicting high 80s or even hotter for Sunday, which is awesome. Yeah, like, that's very cool. I got a yeah. uh, uh, we're at 45 today, and we're normally in like the 20s. So uh, that's no that's no 80, but uh, I'll take it. The snow will melt. I'm, I'm good. And I just I just want to wrap up a couple things with you guys. So, yes, Fatal Frame was objectively the scariest game. But when I think about actually being scared while playing a game, for some reason, it's always FPS multiplayer games. Like when they have long range guns. Oh, yeah. So like from like Warzone recently going all the way back to like Ghost Recon 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, if I'm pinned down like behind some rocks and there's another player half a mile away with a sniper rifle yeah. and he's shooting and I'm hearing the incoming rounds like thudding into the dirt, man. Man, that is the scariest thing in video games. Total, like, total. Me, yeah, no, me. that's a good call. I, I feel like there's a certain kind of intensity to that that's very hard to duplicate in any other way, especially if the game favors snipers, which often yeah. they do. Snipers are a problem in most video yeah, games, yeah. Uh, shooter which games. Which is why but, I like playing snipers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, it turns out. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So so I have been following the Winter Olympics. Or the, well, I, I always watch all the Olympics and stuff, and I'm I'm kind of fascinated by the future schedule. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to like lay it out okay. for you, right? Sure. Okay. So, so like the future schedule is the Summer Olympics in Paris in two years, right? Yeah. And yeah. then Winter Olympics in Milan, and then the Summer Olympics in Los Angeles in 2028, and then we skip. We don't know yet 2030, right? But then we right. do know that 2032 Summer Olympics is going to be in in Australia. Okay. And so it's like, why do we? Why are we skipping? Why do we not know yet? Because they they usually decide eleven years in advance to like give the host city time to to prepare. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like the four places that have made a huge bid for the twenty thirty Winter Olympics are Barcelona, Salt Lake City, Sapporo, and Vancouver. Yeah, you know, I was I was in Vancouver for the twenty ten Winter Olympics, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, like, you, you know, like the Olympics are a massive albatross around the neck of any place that hosts it. Right. Like the whole country suffers because they spend tons and t- billions and billions of dollars uh, and get nothing out of it. Right. Yeah. And so, like, 
these four places, Barcelona, Salt Lake City, Sapporo, and Vancouver, have all made a bid, but they all don't they don't really want it. Like they're all kind of like acting like they want to lose. Yeah. And Salt Lake, That's by it. the way, is acting like they want it. So I have a feeling we may get it. They claim they're poised and ready, both financially, infrastructurally, like all that stuff. They they're uh, like, We're we're good, let's go. And I yeah. don't know if that'll bump them ahead or not. I have no idea. It would be very unlikely, in my opinion, like I've been following this my whole life, for them to have the Summer Olympics in the United States and then two years later, the Winter Olympics in the United States. Don't they do that? They do that sometimes, right? Yeah. Yes, but the IOC really likes, for the last 30 years or so, really likes to jump around the globe. Hmm. If if they can, yeah, that makes sense. So, you don't you don't want to you don't want to get stuck in one place. This isn't the eighties anymore. I get that. Yeah, I'm. I think Spain is the forerunner for the twenty thirty Winter Olympics. It's all time. All right, let's let's we'll have to wait and see how this pans out. And I'm sure I'll hear about it four weeks after it happens. All right, hey, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to it. We're going to do some recommendals. We're going to start with Brian or uh, Randy uh, Brian's. What I meant to say. Uh, he always starts these. You got one this week, and, and uh, I do. You- well, actually, while Randy was talking, I was able to watch something else. So uh, I have two this week now. <laughs> I get that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. So it says uh, nothing here. So I have no idea what we're getting into. Do you want to? Do you want to give anything away Ooh. or any? Uh, hints? Uh, this is a movie. This is a remake, and uh, it's an adaptation of a book and a remake. Uh, so there you go. All right. Went from is. book to movie to new movie. All right. Here it is. You tell them, I got a little job for you. It's a temporary job. Make sure you emphasize that. Just temporary until we get ourselves another gig. You spike it with that opium tincture. One drop per bottle. That's all. But oh, oh, now this is what he thinks is happening. So. You say one like this, you say to him, well, I got to get me a real geek. He says, ain't I doing okay? You say, like crap, you're doing okay. You can't draw a real crowd faking a geek, you're through. And you walk off. Now that night, you drag out the lecture, you lay it on thick. All the while you're talking, he's thinking about sobering up, getting the crawling shakes, screaming, terrors. You give him time to think that over while you're talking. Then you throw him the chicken. You geek. Corso. So it's obviously uh, Willem Dafoe, but I have no idea what this is. Willem Dafoe. Uh, he's talking about becoming a new geek in uh, the carnival in Nightmare Alley. This is uh, oh. Guillermo del Toro. A <laughs> uh, uh, brand new film that's a remake of a film from 1947. And um, neo-noir psychological thriller. Uh, you heard uh, Willem Dafoe there. You heard a teeny tiny bit of Bradley Cooper. And you also see a teeny tiny bit of Bradley Cooper in the film. Um, you're also going to see Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Richard Jenkins, who is awesome in this. He's never not uh, good, that guy. He's, he's always good. good. Love him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rooney Mara, Ron Perlman, Mary Steenburgen, who's or Steenburgen, who's in everything, and David Strathairn, who is also never what a not cast. good. Yeah. Holt, yes. Holt, Holt, Holt McCallany, you gotta forget and about Holt McCallany, who yeah. plays a very Bill Tenchish character. I'm in. Uh, Finally, yeah, a little is, Bill Tench uh, uh, closure. However, I can get it is fine. It's good. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna ever get nah. it. Yeah, it's as much as you're gonna get. So uh, Bradley Cooper plays a. Uh, 
um, a loner, a drifter who ends up joining a carnival, uh, joins, joined there, hired by Willem Dafoe to work in this carnival, not as a geek because they already have a geek, but just as kind of manual labor. Uh, he takes to some of the people in there and even becomes a little bit of a grifter and a con man himself, actually a lot of a grifter or a, a grifter and a con man himself and kind of, um, Sets the stage for all the things that happen in the latter you, part of the you, film. You've been Did holding you back Tim Blake Nelson in this. You've holding back Tim Blake on us. Nelson, a tiny bit of Tim Tim Blake Nelson. Okay, but he's like his his t- character name is Carney Boss, which just sounds exactly like the only character he ever plays. <laughs> right, I'm playing yeah. a Carney Boss. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I love him. Uh, also, I see there's a there's a Stargate connection. David Hewlett is on this as yet another doctor. That's all he ever does is play doctors, but oh yeah, he was okay. on uh, Star Trek or Stargate uh, Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah, he's great. That's we great. love him. Dr. Rodney McKay. And yeah. now he's Dr. L rude in this one. Yep. Um, this is great. This is uh, so it's, it's, it's less weird than a lot of the stuff that you usually get from Guillermo del Toro, like Pan's Labyrinth and the lady fish water uh, dating thing, uh, dating simulator uh, that we had a couple of years ago, but it is, there's a little bit there's enough of that because you're in a carnival so you kind of get to evoke the the del toro-ness with the mood as opposed to with actual weird looking characters um did i say pants labyrinth no no pants. no. That's, that's yeah, pants, a, you pants the oh labyrinth. you did i was just doing that for my daughter's sake because her and i were having a joke the other day about it, it should be called pants labyrinth or no oh, we were doing you. the whole okay. thing where if you change one letter of a movie yeah. title you make it less weird and oh, okay. Pants yeah. Labyrinth actually, I think made Pants it weirder. Pants Labyrinth for for sure works in that. Yeah, it's uh, that, a little that, weirder uh, case. Sure. Uh, anyway, it's um, it's really good. And here's what's great about it: you can watch it in theaters, or you can watch it at home on Hulu, or you can watch it at home on HBO Max. It's everywhere. It's really weird that uh, a brand new movie like that, that's also in theaters still and is like Oscar contender, is on two yeah. streaming services. That's it's on nuts. two streaming services. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, what's our what's our Oscar? It's uh, best picture and four other nom or three other nominations. What? It, um, Let's see here. I'm pulling it up. Costume, I, I think. And oh, costume and probably, yeah, a costume else. design, uh, makeup and hair. No, <gasps> cinematography. You didn't, you didn't tell me Jim Beaver's in this. Uh, Jim Dead, Beaver, Dead Wood, Wood, and a million That's other a, things. I love that our guy, old pal. Oh, I love him. Uh, how do I know Jim Beaver? You I, know I, him I, from I, Deadwood. You know him from Breaking Bad. You oh. know him from Crimson Peak. You know him from a million. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Watchmen. He yeah. was in. Hey, did I mention Jim Nor- James Norman Beaver Jr. is in this? Uh, <laughs> so please make sure you justified. Check that out. He was Sheriff Shelby Parlow. Oh, he's so good. Anyway, and he's playing another sheriff. He's playing Sheriff Je- Jedediah Judd. That's his whole one. job from here on out: playing sheriffs. Sheriffs. That's it. One guy so, plays only doctors. Another guy plays only sheriffs. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, Guillermo del Toro movies uh, kind of all start to look alike if you watch yeah. them. And uh, yeah. so I'm just curious, like, is this like in that no. Hellboy shape of water area? Oh, you know what? Um, you you brought up Hellboy. That's a really interesting. Yeah. All right. I would throw. I would say closer closer to Hellboy. Um, I've never seen it, but the Carnival or Carnival um, mm-hmm, uh, TV mm-hmm. show that was on HBO had what I saw of it had a similar look to this. I've never seen a full episode, but I saw, I've seen clips yeah. and I always meant to watch that. What if that's worth seeing? There's now? nothing creepier. I think than a 1920s carnival. 
Oh, yeah, right? Because there, there were no rules. There was no regulation. It was like, here's a bearded lady and a guy with three wieners, and you were just had to exactly. live with it. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, all we need is Alan Tudyk in here playing a little three-card Monty. He would have fit better in here than he did in Hearts in Atlantis, I'll tell you that. But, but you uh, loved it. You loved this movie. I really love this movie, enough to recommend to it. And uh, like you said, it's it's a two-and-a-half-hour watch, so prepare. Sit yourself down. Get ready for it. Yeah. But it is... Um, uh, it's really, really. You good. know what? I'm a little shocked. I that barely the... mentioned Bradley Cooper. He's great in this. Like it's a, it's a, it's a really good role for him. Yeah. No, I've heard great things. Well, he's well, always and, good. And he but... got, he got nominated for the Oscar, right? Uh, no. no. Bradley Cooper. No. And people were sad that Did he not. didn't. I guess, but he wins yeah, other best things. Best picture, I'm, production design, costume design, and um, I would have sworn he got nominated for something this year for an Oscar. I, I he's he's nominated every year. He's in a an auteur film. Uh, mm-hmm. Might be. Is it for? Um, uh, is it for Licorice Pizza? No. Um, yeah, I'm only seeing him. Yeah, nope, no, nope. He, he just found an article about how he was snubbed. Bradley Cooper's been snubbed. Yeah, I would say he should have. He should have gotten if, if he was going to get anything. This his role here was good, but I don't think it's anywhere as good as like Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom or Cumberbatch and Power of the Dog. Right, or, right. Um, he could have replaced Javier Bardem in in uh, in that list, but I think supporting actor for licorice pizza he is great he is the uh um oh god what's his name uh the end of boogie nights waving the gun around uh dr octopus yeah um uh alfred molina alfred molina he is the that (laughs) of licorice pizza i love that your first go-to was waving the gun around in uh in the wiener movie i forgot about that i totally forgot he was in that (laughs) well no he's because he's that character in Boogie Nights. Oh, oh, I see he's what you're the, saying. I he's it. the that character. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So yeah, let me ask anyway. you this: This is like the first time yeah. Doug Jones is in one of these Del Toro movies. What's going on with I that? Know. Yeah, it, and it's, it's a carnival they, with freaks in it. They what? do have a snake guy, and it's not Doug Jones. Oh man, was he <laughs> too busy a doing lady? And it's not Doug Jones. Too busy like, doing alien makeup for Star Trek to be in there. What the yeah, hell's he's, going he's on? Too busy being Saru. Yeah, you know he's in a new make. Re, speaking of uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, he's going to be the new yeah. Count Orlock and the new Nos- Nosferatu remake they're making. Oh, perfect! Jeez, yeah, that makes me want to. He actually was pretty damn funny on Saturday Night Live a couple of weeks ago too. I like uh, that guy. Yeah, nothing wrong with him. He talks about how he he always kind of plays a a similar character because he's got a look. He's got a certain look. Yeah, yeah that's a, like his entire monologue on SNL was, right, was being about, mistaken for other was, actors, which is bizarre because like right. Willem, there's no one like Willem Dafoe. You know, no, like yeah. that's a like what's wrong with you if you don't know the difference yeah. between him and all these other actors? Sure. And yeah. then of course they they used him. Uh, they used him mostly like a, a old man. Right, the crazy whole old, crazy old man. Yes. Yeah, that was like his his major roles throughout the skits, and then it was good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I'll never get over those eyeballs in his hands in Pan's Labyrinth. It's a hell of a thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, so that's my one and only recommendal this week. Why? Because well, I watched Randy's recommendal, uh, Cobra Kai season four, which is just as beautifully stupid as the first yes. three seasons of Cobra Kai. Mm. I would, I would argue it's getting more beautifully stupid as it yeah. goes. It's just, <laughs> so it's just amazing how they like, they sit, they must have a writer's room where these guys come in and sit down and they're all like blindfolded. Yeah. Like, you're, all right, well, let's just talk, just talk out loud <laughs> and see, and see, like come up with the craziest shit you can. That, and let's see if we can make it look like teenagers are doing it. That said, uh, 
I was not at all expecting the ending. I was kind of surprised by mm-hmm. the direction it took. And I, I really appreciate that the, that a show that I feel is the most predictable piece of crap that I love, uh, still had a way to surprise me, uh, uh, at the end of the current season. So that, like I, like I said, a few weeks ago, it has these rules. And once you fall in love with the rules, you're, you're stuck forever. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's, it's wonderful to be, to know what you're expecting and get it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I watched that I just decided not to recommend was the newest season, the newest half season of Star Trek Discovery, because they decided to do it as a half season and um, finished the, the half season. And it was really, really good, but uh, hard to recommend till that when I've recommended the previous seasons. So yeah. <laughs> I'll give Star Trek Discovery, uh, Star Trek Discovery a rest. But Doug, Doug Jones is the best part of that show. I love him. He is. And this was a, this was a really good season. They almost start to get to the problem a week kind of thing mm-hmm. um oh did you guys see the uh we're getting finally orville coming back in june yes speaking of our our star trek problem of the week and it looks like it's gonna be really good i hope so i haven't watched yeah. any of it so I, i'm ready to binge let's binge this baby I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the longest a an in-production uh like like feature yeah. television yeah. show has ever gone between seasons yeah for sure in, at least in my lifetime i have never seen somebody put out two seasons and now it's been five years yeah <laughs> has it been that long it really has through. hasn't it has it yeah. been five? Oh my gosh that's crazy yeah it has yeah. been five. Oh, mad is, men it's did? wild Someone and again it's, it's got something to do with fox i'm absolutely certain that something to do with that freaking studio is making it impossible for these guys to just make their show and put it out. Yeah, Atlanta is a good example of a long break. Uh, better Call Saul takes too long. It's not quite five years, but yeah. it's too long. Um, yeah. yeah, there's examples. we got to find out what happens to Kim Wexler. I know. Kim Wexler better be on top of a heap of bodies with a gun and winning when that's over. <laughs> yeah, there, there have definitely been shows that wrapped and then came back later. But this is... This is just like remarkable because they put out two seasons and then we're all set for a third. And then it's like, we can't get this done. Nope. Yeah. Uh, well, all right then. So go to Hulu, oh. go to Netflix or not Netflix, go to Hulu, go to HBO uh, Max HBO and get Max. your damn thing. Or yeah. go to the theater. If you, for whatever reason, want to spend more money and, and possibly get COVID. Yeah. And <laughs> deal with horrible people and have weird <laughs> smells. Deal with the horrible people. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to play this. Yeah. I very Remember last week I said I was hesitating on something, wasn't sure if I was going to yes. recommend it. Yeah, I decided to recommend it because the most recent episode almost feels like required viewing. I'll get to why in a minute, um, but I'm going to go ahead and recommend it. So anyway, here it is, TV series. We don't eat carbs, two please. Who's that? Nate Jacobs' dad. That's Nate's dad. Yes, that's Nate's dad. No yes, way. Way. You're full of shit. No way. You're full of shit. I don't think I have an attention span for real life anymore. Shut up, you smartass. All right. <laughs> I pick, I pick, oh, my God. I picked the most... It's Mary, uh, it's Mary Watson, right? Yeah, Is of that course. Uh, of course. Um, I picked the most unassuming little clip there <laughs> you did, possible. You totally did. Yeah. Uh, so I watched Binge and then uh, been watching week to week the new episodes of the show Euphoria on HBO Max. And the reason that I was hesitant to recommend this last week after binging the first season, I hadn't gotten to the second season yet, was... There, I mean, there are still times where I'll watch the show and go, by watching that scene, am I on a list or something now? Like, am I in trouble for seeing what I just saw in this show? Like, it is really hard to describe really? how oh, wow. shocking this show can be. Um, so 
So I'll just give you the, some of the basics. Uh, this is this is your MJ from the current uh, MCU Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, Zendaya plays your main character, Rue, who is uh, the whole thing sort of not seen through her eyes, but she's sort of your main character. And uh, she's a high school kid with a drug addiction that comes and goes. Um, she lives with her mom and her sister. Her dad died of cancer. That has a big part of what's happening in this current season. Um, none of these are spoilers, but... Uh, there's also some significant things in the show. Um, one of the, one of the main actors and most important actors in it is a trans actor who is really, really compelling. I forgot her name. I don't have it up here right now. Shoot Hunter something. Uh, let's see. I can find it real fast. Hunter Schaefer. That's the name. Uh, she's in this thing and she is something about her is just really, really compelling. I suspect Emmys are in the works, like that sort of stuff. Um, I really like Angus Cloud plays a character called Fezco. They call him Fez for short. That's kind of the Breaking Bad half of the show. Now that may, that may sound strange to everybody to hear that, but the show definitely has a little Breaking Bad in it. Um, I will preface all of this by saying, one hundred percent, this show is not for everybody. There are yeah. times when I wasn't sure it was for me because, again, it's depicting high school aged kids doing things that these twenty somethings are doing. It's fine because they're all actors in their twenties. But they're depicting things that make you go, oh, my gosh, did I just see what I think I saw? And I'm talking wieners out, man, like all sorts of sexy time stuff. And you see wieners, lots of man wieners, lots Uh of lady boobies. And it's all in the context of these are high school kids. Um, One thing in particular is Eric Dane, who plays the character Cal Jacobs. He is, if if any of you out there are uh, uh, um, Grey's Anatomy fans, You'll know Eric Dane as playing Dr. McDreamy or Steamy. I think it was Steamy. McSteamy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Dreamy was uh, Pat- Patrick uh, Warburton. Whatever. No, whatever it was. <laughs> Patrick McGowan. Yeah. yeah McGowan. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Eric Dane, you will never see him in the same light again. And part of it is because it's an incredible performance, but part of it is, man, what a messed up effing character that guy is. And he's really the one big adult character with uh, with the big problems. Everybody else plays young in high school, and they're going through this stuff. It's the worst high school on the planet. These are the some of the worst human beings to ever be in a high school. Uh, one of Judd Apatow's kids, uh, Maud Apatow, plays Lexi Howard. She's very good in this. Um, this kid who plays Nate Jacobs, who is a complete douche monkey, like the worst jock. Oh, he's a horrible human being in the show, but mm-hmm. he's really good and perfect for the role. And there's a lot of that going around in this. Here's what I'm just, what, what, what this is all leading to. I was hesitant to recommend it because I think it is a very hard thing to see. It does not pull away from very hard, difficult topics. And it's just rough. The most recent episode, if you know anyone or are a drug addict yourself, it feels like necessary viewing because where they go with this drug story freaking blew my mind. It's really, really something. And I, I don't know if it's brave or if it's, I don't know what it is, but it's really compelling. And obviously I'm not alone. This thing's a big hit for them. And people talk about it on Twitter endlessly. Like, you know, a water cooler talk is, is hot on this, on this show. Um, part of it is because there are a lot of wieners, but the point is, uh, just the a lot of mentioned winners, a lot of intense stuff going on. And I think I'm far enough in to say, okay, I think I get where, where you're going. One thing I wanted to mention, do you guys, have either of you seen baskets before? Oh, the, no, uh, no, but I want to see it. I know I, I've heard 
great things about it, obviously. So the the lady in baskets who's like a mail carrier, I think, a okay. really strange woman who's who's a comedian. Um, I'm going to find her name. Baskets. I have to mention her because not since uh, the Chicken King freaking Gus Fring have I uh-huh. encountered a more interesting villain in television history. Oh, wow. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain this. I wish I knew her name. I can't find it. Someone in the chat will find it. She plays a character named Lori in this, who is a ex-teacher uh, drug dealer. And she's like the big deal drug dealer in L.A. somewhere, wherever they're at. And I don't even want to say anything else. I just want to say that not since Gus Fring have I been this in love with a villain. She is so good at this weird-ass thing they're doing. And it's really hard to explain. So there are shades of, like, Breaking Bad, little, you know, Better Call Saul notes of that, but also really trippy stuff going on with the way they film everything. The shots are crazy. The music is insane. The soundtrack is great. Real interesting mix of things. They go back in time to the 80s for a chunk of Cal's story. And during those episodes, they played just like nonstop in excess, like stuff we were in high school for. Um, so it's really nostalgic in a weird way, but just dark. Again, not for not for a lot of people, this show. But it's pretty good. So I'm going to recommend it. Euphoria season two is cool. halfway done. Uh, season one's already up. They've got another four episodes or something left. And uh, we'll see how they stick the landing this this season. But um, in particular, I, I don't know if it's a trigger warning or a must watch, but that drug, the drug episode that just happened. Yeah. Unbelievable. I've come across episode. this series a few times and just been like, eh, that doesn't look like uh, it's for me or anybody. I'm just shocked that it's Scott Johnson recommended. I, I can't quite <laughs> believe it myself. It's it's one of those things where I, I really yeah. do. It's very uncomfortable. It's the kind of show where n- none of what they're portraying, either in sex stuff or or any of it, uh, none of it's glorified or or good. You know what I mean? Like it's all it's meant to be. Shocking and shocking and uncomfortable and like wrong. Yeah. You know, you're meant to go, oh, really? We're doing this? Oh my gosh, why? And then but but there's something about it. I can't really explain it. I don't even know what to compare it to. It's a really, really weird thing. And I will say Zendaya, who I already liked, um, is just killer in this. She's so good in this. Like um she should win whatever Emmys they give out for acting uh next I think time. She she did. did I don't she? think she got I don't an know. Emmy, but she got some nominations for something she should um and again lenonade not interested in that other people not interested no i get it and, and no judgment here this is not <laughs> me saying that you should watch this i'm saying it was a hard it was a hard watch for me but there is a there's a compelling thread through it all and i really want to see these characters through all of them even the worst uh barbie looking uh you know want want to be kardashian girl in high school I want to see how that resolves, even though on the surface she's horrible, but there's something in there. And and this, this showrunner just is, he might be a genius or I might be getting fooled. I don't know which it is, but, (laughs) but I'm kind of blown away by it anyway. um, Yeah. Right. Jay, the last episode there gave him a panic attack. I mean, that was, that was something like, I, Mm. I can't even explain it. So, so yes, if you, if you do get around to it, you be prepared to be initially shocked by it. And then if you carry it through, I think you'll find that this is something extra cool 
that again is not for everybody. Okay. It's a hard right. watch. All right. Speaking of not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, actually, actually mine, mine is pretty straightforward, but, uh, there is, it is a fairly violent mm. oh, <laughs> movie. All right. Um, I uh, I actually didn't tell you guys uh, in a, in a I know you did because I is. so I couldn't prepare the uh, the quick TMS.li. Thanks a lot, I, Randy. I am sorry, <laughs> but but here's the thing: this is a, this is a relatively new film, uh, not uh, like it's a couple years old. This okay. film, and I I came across it this past week, and I'd never heard of it. I didn't know it existed. It's a western, and so that like right out of the gate, like maybe go what. <laughs> How have I never heard of this? Yeah. And then I went to Rotten Tomatoes, and there it's like you know eighty four percent, so pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it got no, it got no awards, it got no nominations, it got no notice. Mm. I I'm blown away, and I I thought to myself, I wonder if Scott Johnson has seen this. Mm. And I decided, you know what, I want to find out if Scott Johnson has seen this by playing a clip from it. Oh, okay. Because like it just that's why you didn't. Okay, all right. It's just one of the, it's just it's this weird thing now. Now it's a western. It's a 20th century western, so a western with cars and stuff. And um, it's a very quiet film. There is not much dialogue in this movie. So I just grabbed I just grabbed a, a quick discussion <laughs> between the leads. The leads are an older married couple. Let's say they're in their late 60s, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Okay. And they are having dinner. And she, uh, he has just asked her about this time that he had to put down her horse and <laughs> it's a, it's Western. Yeah. You're a bad and, horse. Yeah. Yeah. He had to, he had to, something happened to the horse. It was sick or something. He had to put down the horse and he has just asked her about that because it was, a, it was, a, there was a mysterious thing that happened at the time and she's just described it. Yeah. And so, now they're and now they're talking a little bit further. And your that's, that's your horseshoes are stupid looking. That was the put down. <laughs> that's right. Okay. One of your legs is shorter than the other. Yeah, <laughs> dumb horse. All right, here it is. Uh let's play Randy's clip. I wanted to send her on her way with happy memories. I'm sorry. Sorry? Why? I made you sad. That's it's not what I wanted. You didn't make me sad, George. What I wanted is to tell you... Tell you what sticks with me. Strawberry and you. This woman I married but can't figure. Doesn't believe there's any world but this one. Still believes a horse has got a soul somehow. That's a gal for me. That sounds like Costner. That is Kevin Costner. Wow, well is- done. I was going to say, starring Western voice. Western yes. voice. <laughs> Yeah, that's Kevin Costner. He's talking to Diane Lane, his wife. They've been together their whole lives. Oh, I know what this and, is. Go uh, ahead, keep going. I know what this. Yeah, is. this movie is called Let Him Go, mm-hmm. and it's by a, a guy who hasn't uh, done much in uh, of anything before, named Thomas Bazooka, and it's based on a novel by Larry Watson. Hold on, and, I don't want to skip over how awesome that name is. <laughs> yeah. Right, Thomas Bazooka. Baz- Thomas Bazooka. Amazing. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. That's great. That's the guy's name. That's yeah. his actual name, Thomas yeah. Bazooka. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane are 
like I say, an older married couple. They're living out on a ranch in Montana. And this is in 1961. Their uh, adult son falls off a horse and dies, Mm -hmm. dies in the fall. And they're left with his wife and their grandchild, uh, you know, and so wife is not blood related to them. And so she remarries and then mysteriously disappears uh, with the grandchild. Uh, Diane Lane and uh, Kevin Costner uh, decide they're going to go find that. Uh, those folks and see their grandkid. And so they end up traveling across the country and they wander into a small town where uh, their, their daughter-in-law, so to speak, and their grandchild have moved in with basically the family that runs the town. And it gets, it gets real gruesome. Mm. It's a Western. Oh, okay. I'm in. And, I'm already uh, in. You've, you've convinced me at Kevin Costner, yeah, honestly. I love had that. You me at Western. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen this a million times. I thought it was a modern thing. It didn't look like a Western on the cover. Maybe that's because it's in the 60s and in the 1900s. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about 19, the majority of the events are about 1963, 1964. And the film does a really good job of portraying that. There, there's no anachronisms anywhere in this movie. You are really, really in 1963. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's very quiet. There's almost no dialogue in this movie. But uh, they get to this town, and the family that's got their grandson is run by a matriarch, a woman their age. And she is just freaking evil. Like, it is just... It, you just you're, you are not prepared for how evil this is. This mm, woman is, yeah. and it's a it's played. Uh, she's played by an actress who I've only ever seen as a nice old lady uh, in English television. Uh, her name is Leslie Manville, and seriously, oh. like a very nice old lady actress, and she is playing a freaking villain, mm. a, a violent villain. Yeah. It's uh like I was just not at all prepared for this turn, and uh and so it so of course it sucks you in. They meet uh they meet an Indian kid who lives on his own out in the prairie, and uh he's got a part a little tiny part to play in all this, and uh, just a fantastic uh portrayal. Hey Jeff- this, uh, Jeffrey Donovan's in this. I love him. He is he is one of the creepy, super creepy like lieutenants of this family. Sweet. And he is I oh, you just want to you want to kill him as soon as you meet him. That sounds like his Fargo season two role. I love yeah. having those roles. That's awesome. Yeah, just yeah. It, one of those one of those roles where seriously, like as soon as you meet him, and you got Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, you know, former retired sheriff of his Montana County. Yeah. He's like, you just want Kevin Costner to just shoot the guy in the face as soon as possible. Yeah. Like that's the kind of role that Jeffrey Donovan plays, and he plays it brilliantly. Yeah. Uh, the Native American is played by a, a guy named Boo Boo Stewart. Again, another fun name. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, he was in yeah, he was in all the Twilight movies. Uh, kind of a uh, not a huge role. He played Seth in the Twilight movies. Yeah. And uh, he's just he's very interesting. Hmm. Like this is this is to m- to my mind the best thing the guy's done. He's like on the upswing. Uh, Boo Boo Stewart is his name. I'm all in on this. I, I I don't know what I thought it was. I thought it was more of a like a old people romantic com- comedy, not comedy, but like a romantic drama thing where it's like, oh, we're old now, let him go. You know, I don't know what I thought it was, but it this is, sounds great. It is a serious western. 
again, it's it's weird because it's set in the 1960s and it is just a wet. Like I don't know why they didn't just set this in the 1890s. It would have yeah. been as as interesting. But I guess there's a whole thing here where we're now we're now in the civil rights era, but there's still people like this. Uh, young Native American living out on his own, yeah, and you know, and he's got a story to tell it's about having time, yeah. grown up in a residential school. Like the la- I feel like the last few prominent westerns have all kind of played around with this. This the temple or temple of the dog, sorry, uh, way of the dog or whatever it is. Power, power, power of the dog. Of the dog. <laughs> uh, that temple thing of is the doom. That thing's set in the uh, what the twenties, uh, late yeah. late twenties. The um, which is a weird era for that. And uh, what was it? Brokeback Mountain was in the sixties. Um, so yeah, you gotta, people are experimenting with what they think a Western is. Hell, Yellowstone with Costner in it is a Western, but it's like now. And then that 1883 thing is like, all right, we're doing a prequel and it's the true Western. Like I'm, I'm fine with them playing around with that stuff. But I think what kept me away here and not just an auto watch for me was they don't really sell that on the cover. It just, I don't know what it is by looking at it. And that's the thing that's, it never got any nominations or awards or anything. And I, I don't think it really deserved them, but it definitely deserved notice as a straight down the middle Western, mm. you know, like, like we talked about several months ago, uh, when we were talking about that movie land, there's two kinds of Westerns, right? There's, you are fighting against nature and nature going to win. And you are fighting against other people who have guns. Yep. Those are the two kinds of Westerns. This is the latter kind. This is the other people have guns and you got guns and there's going to be a showdown. Uh, but it's like, the, you know, the, 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 the overall, the overall thing, you can't really like do much with that. Right. Yeah. Like there's a gunfight at the OK Corral. It's just like, that's so tiresome. Right. Yeah. And at the same time, we have movies like o- Open Range where it's like. You just all it it's just gunfight at the OK Corral. That's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. we have to build up a conflict and then ultimately have men shoot guns at each other. Yeah, which I'm into. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's just remarkable how uh, they keep making coming up with ways of telling that story like this that have just this little twist of uniqueness, just yeah. this little thing yeah. that sets it apart. In oh, in Open Range, it's Michael Gambon, right? The the freaking uh, oh, new yeah, the cattle Dumbledore, yeah, yeah, the cattleman uh, rustler guy yeah. that wants yeah, to and in and in out. this one, it's Leslie Manville, this uh, nice uh, British actress uh, do, doing a she's doing Former a Rocky Mrs. Mountain. Uh, Gary Oldman too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, maybe she's, now she's we know why a, he left. She's doing like a a Rocky Mountain <laughs> accent, and it's real good. Huh. You just hate her. You hate her guts. So I don't want to get to get this past us because no one's mentioned it yet, but we at least have to mention the fact that this is Ma and Pa Kent in another movie together because they both oh, played. Right. Yeah. That's what they were in. I was trying to think of what we've seen those two together in before. She was Martha and he was uh, yeah. uh What made you say that Clark's name? Dad. <laughs> well, yeah, what made me say Martha? I'm not I don't want to fight I don't want to fight Batman anymore suddenly. It's <laughs> weird. Um yeah, yeah but that's just a funny thing for them to do like in the middle of their uh <laughs> the other Batman or their Superman run. They're just like, yeah, we'll do another movie. We'll be together and we'll be married. And just like circling around to our original point uh, through all of this, this is not for everybody. This, this movie is, is, you know, it's a, a Western, it's a violent, it, it goes to a gruesome end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't, I'm not recommending it for, you know, my kid, Yeah. Uh-huh. but, uh, for people who like Westerns in general, this is a, must see like right. it's it's so beautiful and and exactly what you're expecting it to be are any of our three um movies today any any of them work for kids i don't think so i was gonna say no no i would say 
Nightmare Alley probably has, of all of these, the most broad appeal, but still definitely not for kids. Yeah. Well, look at us yeah. being all adult, everybody. You yeah. got you got your Encanto a couple of weeks ago. That you're good. You're fine. You guys said we'd <laughs> never grow up. Don't let your kids watch uh, <laughs> Euphoria. Please don't. Oh my gosh, don't yeah. let them watch it. Holy shite! I can't believe I watched it. Don't let your kids watch it. All right. Uh, well, there you go. Those are our three recommendations. I am absolutely watching that one, Randy. That one sounds like my jam. Uh, Did I mention that uh, Parasite's a Western? Did I mention uh, that? I yeah. mention that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. It's, suddenly that movie is all the genres I like, everyone keeps yeah, telling me. It's exactly. weird. Exactly. Hey, you know, by the way. You know, it's post-apocalyptic. Post uh, they drive cars. That's and, right. Exactly. Starring Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of Koreans trying to get to Gastown. You hadn't heard? <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you want to follow more about these, uh, we do the quicktms.lee has these up there, but also Randy posts about these all on Twitter and on the Facebook groups and everywhere else. So make sure you follow him at Randy Deluxe. Randy, anything else you'd like to mention today? Uh, Nope. No? Okay, then. Bye and have a great day. Okay, just just one more thing. Go ahead. I didn't hang up on you. Go ahead. I see. I'm prepared for this this time. <laughs> now he's out of here. Now he's out. Run, of here. Randy. Run, run, run. Be gone. All right. Thank you all for that. That was fun. Uh, moving on to our uh, Patreon mentions. I want to mention some folks who have helped support the show, and they're awesome. The Nailick is one of them. He's great. Okay. Yeah. At the at the less blue avatar level, that's an amazing level because that's ooh, that's a good one. We really like that. Uh, Dave, you really Duke. have? I didn't know we had a level called the less blue avatar level. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I can't remember why we did it. <laughs> there was some reason. <laughs> the less blue avatar. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, huh. Dave Ducross uh, at the grade A plus in the grade A level with David uh, Camacho. That's a great name. He's uh, macho right here. Yeah, he's. <laughs> Uh, really nice of them and all of you who support us over there. So head on over if you haven't and support us at patreon.com slash TMS for everything else you might be trying to hunt down. You'll find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. You want to uh, request a song? There's a link right there. Mm-hmm. You just go in and there it is. It'll say request yeah. a song, question mark, hit it, it and it lets you do it. Easy as that. Easy yes. as that. All right, Brian, speaking of that, why don't you play us a song here? Let's now. let's talk about somebody who did that very thing. Peter Fisher did that very thing and said, Dear Sword and Balliste, another solo rotation, another request. Once again, I'm not picky about the song that the Covermeister plays, just as long as it's flipping fudging good. And if any poolers are at a loss for what to do at night around 11 o'clock Eastern, they're invited to watch me play Assassin's Creed, Civ Six, and possibly some Jackbox games at twitch.tv slash GA underscore Thrawn with two Whoa, A's, T-H-R-A-A-W. Peter, that's what I call a a um, variety streamer. Nicely done. I like no it. No kidding. I yeah. play whatever. Whatever's on my mind. I'll play <laughs> exactly. it. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to hear some odd, good, weird juxtaposition of genres like metal, big band, ska, reggae, bluegrass, prog, jazz, etc. Well, all right, let's combine because I'm kind of in a... Um, a Guns N' Roses mood because tomorrow's episode of Coverville will be Guns N' Roses for oh. part of it because oh. of uh, X Rose turning uh, old. Uh, <laughs> this is a cover of Paradise City done by German uh, country, German Western band, Handsome Hank and his Lonesome Boys. So old school country by German band covering heavy metal. Uh, it's great. From their greatest hits album from 2003, which is all their hits or all their songs. Here's uh, Handsome Hank and his Lonesome Boys covering Paradise City. Paradise City. 
please take me home Just a urchin living in the street I'm a hard case that's tough to be Charity case, pay me something to eat I'll pay you at another time Take it to the end of the line Rocks and riches, so to say You gotta keep pushing for fortune and fame It's all a gamble, it's all a game You treat it like a gamble, don't cry Everybody's doing the time Take me down to Paradise City Where the grass is cool, the girls are pretty Oh, won't you please take me home Take me down to Paradise City Where the grass is cool, and the girls are pretty Oh, won't you please take me home of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Which is my business to know. Mm.